Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, one minute at a time. I'm Caroline Slater. And I'm her brother, Sean. Today we're talking about Minute 26. It starts with Goblin grabbing Spider-Man and ends with Miles running up to Spider-Man. What did you name this minute? I titled this minute, Get Him Out of There. (laughs) Based off Kingpin's line, because I'm like... Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It works for pretty much everybody in the minute. Right? Um, <laughs> Just get him out of there. Get everyone out of there. <laughs> yeah, you you really want Spider-Man to get out of there. You really want just Kingpin to go away and get out of there. You want, you want Miles, Miles to get, to get, out, get out, out of there. there. <laughs> want Goblin to get out of there because he's just there. <laughs> yeah. Which I just noticed something about this minute. And before we really start into the notes, I don't remember seeing Prowler anywhere in the background, even though we saw him earlier at the minute. Yeah, he, the you don't minutes. really see him, um, like, he just kind of gets knocked off and then just, I don't know, disappears somewhere. Maybe he fell down a hole. Um, <laughs> he's somewhere in that scaffolding trying to figure his way out. Or he's just yeah. really ninja. He's just hiding. <laughs> so what? where do your notes start? Yeah, so, um, the, I actually, like, it it didn't really have anything to say about the opening couple of seconds where Green Goblin is dragging Peter down into the, um, or towards the collider. Um, Yeah, but the the first thing I I noticed was, uh, when they cut back into the control room and they show, uh, the computer screen again as, Mm -hmm. as it's starting to, like, freak out and... Uh, do that the mm-hmm. timer in the corner um, there's three things I noticed slash want to comment on um, is the timer in the corner says it's been running for about a minute and 19 seconds but like in movie time or like in real life only a minute and seven have passed um, and usually like I don't really care about like I don't get upset when it's like well oh, you know th- those times don't match up it's impossible for it to happen um but i do like it when like they actually do line up in in real life and it's like oh this timer like you can actually follow it along and it says it's going to go off in 58 seconds and you see 58 seconds in the movie um and it goes off so like when it when it works out it's a bonus when it doesn't i don't really care it's like not a negative against the movie yeah uh just question about that did you yeah. time when it was act like the beams were actually going or how, how did so you time it you can see um in the the beginning of the or not in the beginning but in the previous minute when they start the start it to go off you can see it start counting up okay and so i went from when that timer started until it shows back up here um, got it okay and, i was yeah, just curious this is, it's about like nine seconds into this minute and it's um like 17 seconds or so um into the previous minute or okay yeah so i timed it that way all right i was just curious because i was like i I started the when i saw the beans because like well maybe it was counting for a few seconds it had to warm up yeah no it was when it started counting up from zero well then that's (laughs) when i saw it start yeah no defending that (laughs) (laughs) um and then the other thing too is the warnings that appear on the screen like so many warnings first of all they appear on everyone's screen um <laughs> so like i could maybe understand like okay yeah because peter's in there like it's causing all of the the 
readings to go haywire, but yeah. they'll just say warning with a big <laughs> exclamation point. Like, that's not a good warning. That's um, all you need to know. Just be warned. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I've had to, like, deal with those kind of warnings at work or, like, errors at work where they're just like, this is a general error and, like, you don't know where it's coming from. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's such a pain in the butt instead of being like, this piece of bit's broken, go fix it. And you can just go there, fix it, and you're all good to go. Um, it's like when you're trying to log into a website or something and it says either username or password is incorrect and you're like, can't you just tell me which one? Yeah. So if like guess one... which one is wrong. I don't mind as much because it's it's more like on forms when they're like oh something's wrong or you're missing something but I don't tell you what you're missing yeah um username and password are pretty easy it's one of the two like not a whole lot of options you gotta go through but um yeah they're I really dislike and they just like pop up in front of you so like you have to close that like click out of them till you can actually go and maybe try to adjust things uh, they're bad warnings and they should feel bad about themselves whoever well, designed those warnings this screen like i had like 10 of them so you had to like x out of everyone like by that time it's just too late yeah <laughs> like okay i guess we're all just gonna die like I, th- you're <sighs> just being annoying at this point <laughs> yeah and then the the third thing i noticed on the screen um was what looks potentially to be a date um it says 11 15 18 in the bottom right hand corner of it mm-hmm. um which would kind of correspond-ish to around at least the time period of the um, of the movie. Like, it's sort of the beginning of the school year, um, or, you know, nearish to the beginning of the school year, and, and um, er- earlier in the movie when we saw the... Um, when Miles got his test back and it said uh, December-ary. December-ary, and, like, it was some combination. Of yeah kind of funny to me so maybe that's their 11th month and that's what we're in now and so if it's you know the second to the 15th that's another potentially two weeks like if if the 11th month instead of being november is decemberary mm-hmm. uh that, that could line up um but it's also supposed to be relatively quick i think from the first um well i guess if the first yeah from the, the first time he tested it um but yeah, there's some, I guess, undetermined amount of time like that passes. It would make sense because we see fall-like colors and then we see snow later. October, November would be like, November would be the perfect time for it, though, because yeah. we have those, it still looks like fall, but you have snow Yeah. Um, at, at some points. Yeah. It, it's It's also a relatively close date to when it was released it, it's yeah it was released december 14th yeah it was it and um you know this is a month before that just under a month before that mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah and then yeah that's all i really saw on the computer screen more of the you know some similar complaints to yesterday of there's code on the one side so like <laughs> why is it there uh, <laughs> yeah i didn't take note too much of the beginning of this minute except for the absurd amount of pop-ups that came on the screen yeah um the only thing i noticed if you don't mind me going ahead no go ahead is it's right when goblin forces spider-man into the stream that yeah. first look 
when it's like all these red first off he like blurs underneath and he starts coming very streaky which i thought was cool like in the above you know what i mean and then going in you see that they don't like there are some dots but it's still very almost like a river and it very much reminded me of the iconic scene from uh 2001 space odyssey Oh, when, yeah, when he's entering the monolith and it yeah, gets all streaky. Yeah, it's like all those visions. It it gave me some reminiscence of that. Not exactly, uh, but very similar to me. Yeah, it's it's a very, like, crossing the world um, sort of, like, feel to it. Like, um, uh, kind of like when they, in Narnia, um, when they go through the, the wardrobe, um, and All it's the like coats start becoming trees. Yeah, and like you go in and you see him entering from the. It's that very red, red and black part of bubbly bits, and then as he gets mm. through, it's like okay, it's very dark now, and then it kind of opens up into this other world where it's very pink and blue, and you see all of the the web, uh, the webs connecting the different yeah worlds. I didn't want to talk about that whole black getting dark bit quickly, just because. First off, I love that there were little bubbles. Yeah. To me, it it, it kind of gave me a bit of a, like a classic Disney poison vibe. How you know they're like green and bubbly, but this was just black and bubbly. Yeah. And it, I it liked... felt very much like water and oil, like the the way yeah. oil pools on water and and um and you know like water droplets, but like not interacting with itself, kind yeah. of like it peeling off of itself that way. Yeah, it definitely felt like two different entities. The thing I really liked was around 17 seconds is when it starts, like, consuming Spider-Man's face, or Peter's Mm -hmm. face, I guess I should be saying. And it's just, like, black around him and his mask. And I feel like that's a pretty... Just that image alone is a very stark image. And it's I feel it's a pretty common image to get on, like, t-shirts and things like that. Because uh, it is such a contrast. And I just thought it was a really cool image with just having these bubbles around him. And then we, like, see him and then the void starts splitting, like you were saying. And all of a sudden, we see, well, it's the multiverse. Yeah, it's, like, kind of in between the different, the, the world between worlds, the um, the stuff in between the, the different uh, Earths. Yeah, and I love that it actually looks like spider webs. Like everything's yeah. kind of webbed together, which is very cool, and just makes this movie's title fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> like it's already a fun title, but this kind of gives it like, oh, so the multiverse was created by a giant spider. <laughs> yeah, that's why the... it looks like a web. <laughs> it it's kind of like that in the um. In the crossover event, like that, this mm-hmm. is sort of based off of. Um, it it deals with how like all of the um, e- each spider person is called like a totem. It's a you know a spider totem. Yeah. And I guess there's different animal totems as well. Yeah. Um, but this one, like all of the spider totems, are connected together through the great web, um, which connects like you know some um, some totems have stronger connections to the web and each other than the others, and so. It, they really use that spider web me- metaphor um, to connect them to all AT. Um, to each other, um, and I think all of those like lines are connecting to different totems. So like, um, 
in in this specific universe there'd probably be like one go or two two different ones going to the um to this earth right now mm -hmm. and like if you look at the um the ones going into the uh 616 there'd be like five or six or a bajillion no <laughs> probably like uh, five <laughs> i think um and like nowadays it'd be like six i think mm -hmm. um but yeah so it's just the different ways to follow like where the different um spider people are and it does make for a very cool just image as well like i could yeah. see someone like screen capping that and using it as like a wallpaper i almost want a poster of it like it looks awesome yeah well l later on um when the reactor explodes mm -hmm. um i had a note being like it seemed like they really wanted to get a couple good wallpapers and so like you have these <laughs> like there's like four sort of like you know the mini clips of the different people like getting blown oh, back yeah. and they all like you know explode really quickly slow down a lot like it's like okay take the picture now take the picture now go, and then, go, like go. they go on to the next one like there's some there's a really good one with like kingpin getting blown backwards and mm -hmm. a really good one with um you know spider-man getting blown backwards and um it just there was like three or four in a row you're like oh yeah i guess they just wanted some cool posters or or, or wallpapers for this i mean credit where credit's dude they they have some really cool shots yeah and they know it um since you brought up just before the explosion yeah there's the glitching that yeah Peter starts experiencing. Do you want to talk about this a bit? Yeah, and we get they they have the different um, we see who the different um, like characters that'll be introduced in the the bit. So we see um, Peter B. Parker sitting on his bed on the floor, kind of looking confused. Um, it looks like Gwen's falling, uh, and then Penny looking around, and then um, we see Peter and Gwen again, and then it shows. Uh, Spider Spider-Man Noir, uh, holding up the match to his face for like a couple <laughs> frames. Um, and the only one they didn't show, at least that I saw, and I scrolled through it, was um, Spider Ham. Uh, was the only one that didn't like yeah. appear in there, and I I wonder if they wanted to just introduce him as more of a gag, and this was enough to be like, oh yeah, here are you know the normal looking ones. <laughs> well, I'm. I love Spider-Ham, don't get me wrong. And he does have his more serious moments in this movie. But he really much is the the comic relief of this whole group. Yeah. And the ones they flashed tend to be... Well, Spider-Noir I mean, Spider has some very comical moments, but it, like... Yeah, his, his bits are usually played off a bit more comically. Yeah, but I think the reason his bits are more comical is because he is, like, very serious character. So yeah. I think that's why he's still where you know Spider Ham is a cartoon pig. Yeah, he's one of the most comical things <laughs> you can be. Yeah, Spider Ham is more um, cartoony funny, whereas um, Spider Man Noir is like deadpan funny. Yeah, so different um, types of comedy, which is why I think when showing this, they showed a bit more of the more serious characters. Yeah, and. So it makes sense. And we get two of the main focus ones, which are Spider-Gwen yep. and Peter B. Parker. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about Peter B. Peter B. Parker when we finally get to him. Yeah, and when I, I looked at it, um, it 
at least with Peter B. Parker's, it's from the same angle that um, we see the portal like open on the top of his um, his bedroom. Yeah. And so like, I thought it might be like, oh, this is the moment right before they get sucked through. Mm-hmm. But then like Spider Gwen's um, Gwen looks like she's just like falling. Um, and, and it doesn't really look like it's when she's on the, the side of the building about to get pulled through. Uh, yeah. so it, it could just be like, oh, they did it for that one. And then just kind of like, this could be the, um, like it's almost in sequence, like in sequence of like, okay, here's the first second of the event. Like they all get pulled through at the same time. So here's the first second of like, this is what they would look like mm-hmm. confused with Peter B and then like they got sucked through. So this is Gwen falling through it and then um penny and and uh, spider noir both looking confused is just them falling through as well i guess but i imagine noir's candle or not candle uh match, match would have went out yeah so i don't know what's up with him spider noir like it's who knows yeah but it, it is a really cool and like the um the in the like director's commentary they were saying how like this using this as the setup uh allowed them to not have to do like a sort of voiceover explaining why they were all getting sucked here which is like oh okay these are the ones like they're they're kind of more attuned to to this spider person's like personality or not personality but like they're more in sync with him so they're the ones that'll get drawn towards him Mm -hmm. and they can just show that this way instead of like having to have it during the explanation like why it was these uh other four characters that got sucked through yeah it's a great example or five i feel of show don't tell yeah uh in this moment and the one thing i think kind of helps really connect it later is that it almost feels like you can see why they were pulled here later in the movie when uh, Miles is struggling with certain things and they all come to comfort him. He's like, hey, we get it. Like, we're probably the only people who will get it. And it feels like they're all drawn here because they're all at different points, but they all still connect back and they all still rem- still have very good memory of, like, when, when they were at the same point Miles was. Yeah, I think that would work with any spider person. That like, like, when yeah. they were saying, like, we might be the only people, they really just meant, like, spider people and not... Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily just like you know these five specific characters are the ones that would only get it Um, yeah but what i I think the point i'm trying to make is that like they're all at different times like you have spider gwen who's around the same age as him you have peter b parker who's much older than him you have spider noir and spider ham who like kind of focuses more miles deadpan comedy which he does have and more miles is more cartoony comedic stuff like he has with his uncle and then you have penny with his like, the connections with, like, the father and the uncle and stuff. And it's just, if you look, to me anyway, I could be looking too deep into this. But, like, each one seems to have, a, like, has something to contribute to Miles. Besides yeah. that they're spider people and they get it. It feels a little more specific. I mean, you know what literally, I mean? it makes sense why, why um, they got pulled through, but it's, like, Peter's the one that got stuck in the thing, so mm-hmm. they shouldn't be attuning to Miles's needs because they're not. He's not the one stuck in the the. <laughs> keep wanting to call it the Speed Force. <laughs> 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 they're not. 
they're, they're not flash characters they're um, not <laughs> they're not speedsters um no the uh, when they keep getting stuck like when when he peter gets stuck in the um into the you know the web um it, it's attuning to him and and as the characters are are flashing in front of us um there's some like voiceovers that we kind of hear um they're very very distorted though yeah i like kind of heard it but i always thought i was kind of imagining it so i wasn't entirely sure yeah and like it's it's not in the script so i wasn't able to try to figure that out but it sounds Mm -hmm. like penny saying we lost her but uh again like it it's very like um echoey and and so yeah i I heard Penny saying we lost her, and it sounded like Gwen saying either we are one or really Ron. I don't know who Ron would be, but <laughs> maybe it's a friend of hers, and she's just really upset as she's getting sucked in. Maybe um, she's watching Kim Possible. Maybe. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I Gwen's was you know just as hard too because it was very echoey and like dragged out, so it was hard to. Yeah. Hear that. At first, I was saying, look, maybe they just took lines from earlier in the movie, but I don't remember a time when Penny says we lost her at all in this movie. Yeah. So they must have had the voice actors like ad lib something. Yeah, and then it explodes. It goes boom. This is a very blinding explosion and a very yeah. colorful explosion at the same time. Yeah, it gets very, the like from the control room, it's very blue. It's very blue. And that was the the moment where like oh yeah they're like I said earlier they're they're trying to make wallpapers out of this. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, like it, it shoots out and it's like okay here's for a couple of seconds you can quickly grab this if you want. I mean I'm fine with it. They're like they'd make cool wallpapers. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing I do still connect to the explosion, but kind of moving on a little bit yeah. that I do love showing is this just wave of a blackout that runs through the city yeah um it's a really cool like surge like it's oh it's caused by you know the electrical surge it drained a bunch of power caused a bunch of the stuff to turn out and mm-hmm. then turn back on um those are the kind of like power outages that i hate the most i think <laughs> is when it like shuts off and comes back on within like a couple of seconds uh, just because like well everything's rebooting now like yeah it's like it's shut down just enough that everything is rebooted and you're like really yeah like i'm like i'm okay with you know if it's out for a couple hours that makes me feel not as bad but when it's like, <laughs> oh, off on oh, come on um <laughs> i remember at the time we were recording this it wasn't too long ago i guess it was a while ago but a couple months ago at the time of recording this manhattan just had um a blackout and everyone was like making jokes about it, and part of me was like, "Well, dang, someone activated the reactor anyway." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the the cool thing with um, the explosion is you can actually see um, the like uh, the spider people being brought into this universe um, exploding out from the. Uh, like they follow the shockwave, you can see little dots that uh, shoot them out. See, I didn't catch that, and you told me about it beforehand, and I totally forgot to look for it. Yeah, um, there's five dots. Gray would be noir. Blue would probably be like Gwen. Yellow would be Spider Ham. Red would be Spider Man, and then mm-hmm. white would be Penny, maybe. 
What was the other color? White? Yeah. Don't you think white would maybe be Gwen? Because her oh, suit's white. Blue with Gwen because she's got the blue in the suit. But her suit's mostly white. Yeah, I, but I, I, like, I always associate that blue more with her. The, the like, oh, is this it like is the... a darker blue, but, like, okay. I just associate blue more with her because she's got, like, her... Mm-hmm. Um, her shoes are blue, that, that like electric blue, yeah, yeah electric true. blue, baby blue. Yeah. And just the, the, her like suit highlights are more defining, mm-hmm. um, as that blue, but yeah, we see them shoot out, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, it was something I didn't pick up, uh, on the first viewing either. I, I still haven't picked it up, so I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that next time I watch the movie. Yeah. Which might be soon because every time we do this episode, a new episode, I'm always like, oh, I'm again every time <laughs> yeah by the end i'll have watched the movie at least four times just through watching the minutes on with different audio tracks and <laughs> yeah i don't i don't go that extreme that's all you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i watched the regular minute i watched the alternate scenes minute i watched i watched the comment the director's commentary and the animator's commentary <laughs> everything i watched the normal minute and then after we the you know the explosion, we come back and uh, we see that the whole room is destroyed. It's very dark. I really want to talk about this atmosphere change because it's stark one. Like I know we talked about in previous minutes how we had like the fast pace to the slow pace from Miles like running down the street to walking in, uh, the subway. But this one I think is arguably the most extreme atmosphere and even tonal change in the movie because it goes from this like action pack spider-man comic book type thing to not horror movie but almost disaster movie like like the aftermath of an apocalypse movie almost it goes from very bright to um very dark and like you can see everything going on to you can't really see much in front of you and I think what helps with this stark contrast, and this is really the first time it, like, hit me, I think, but I never fully realized is So, the camera starts, this is just a shot of great camera work to me, and you see the reactor, and you see the explosion, and it's, like, foggy slash dusty from the debris, and it's dark, and it pans down, and it lands on Goblin's hand underneath Rebel. Yeah. And then, and then you see Miles like walk into his hand, mm-hmm. um, right in the center of the frame, like and just uh, have this it's, pause. it's just really cool. Yeah, um, it's just really cool. Like, oh, he's checking, checking on him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, and then that zooms, uh, cuts, and we see Miles up close. Yeah, and they switched his perspective, which is another great use of like seeing through Miles' eyes. Yeah. I love how they just, they keep lingering on this hand and, like, it's just not moving at all. It's completely still. And then it slowly moves over and you see Spider-Man. You see Peter. Yeah. And Peter has the, the one working light still shining on him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that very angelic, like, oh, look, this is very important over here. Take it's, a look at this. It's almost like God is like, here he is. This is what you're looking for right here. This is yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's in all seriousness it's a very I remember the first time I saw it I think I let out a small gasp because I was 
I was not expecting it. I was like, <gasps> yeah, it's a very like sudden, um, shocking turn of events. The other thing too is just like the music really does a good job with adding to the atmosphere as well. Um, it's this very just ominous. It's this very ominous sounding, um, you know, music that mm-hmm. that also does a good job um, as as Miles runs up to Peter and like the cool thing about this too that I, I also like is like the camera is stuck behind debris so it's oh. not just we don't just see peter running up to miles but it's like we're almost like these Do you mean um, miles running up to peter yeah um we're these um non-active observers or like we're we're sort of just like spying on them almost yeah it's like okay we're watching this you know kind of from afar until we yeah. cut up really close to him. <laughs> I wrote that down too, or I thought that was a very cool image of just seeing Miles through these shadows. It was very cool camera work. And I think even added to, like, just to help. Like, obviously we see it's in a rubble, but I don't know, something about having those shadows, seeing it there, it almost shows just how much rubble it is. Yeah, it's it It seems like almost too much rubble at times. <laughs> <laughs> It was a giant explosion that caused a blackout through the city, John. Yeah, but, like, it seems like there's too much, um, like, you had the two reactors on the side, and it seems, Mm. like, a little bit like, okay, we're really not, are we that close to one of them, maybe, um, to have, like, caused all this rubble? Um, it just, it seems really crowded for the amount of stuff that was in the room. Well, actually, you bring up that it was the reactors, but I don't know if it was the reactors itself that exploded because when you notice in the first one like the the side of the reactor itself it's pretty much in relative intact it at least looks intact um it it yeah it we don't we, it's too far away to see like how much damage there actually yeah, is like but it, it could be a big seems hole like on the maybe top the explosion didn't it's just a theory for me but it almost seems like the explosion didn't come from the reactors themselves Oh, I don't think it did. But like you said, it caused a blackout for the whole city. Like It, it caused a, a blackout. Explosion. Yeah, it was huge. And I almost think maybe what it was, it was, it was like some sort of like atom explosion, maybe? Uh, I mean, it was the universes like interacting yeah. with each other. So um, who knows what kind of explosion that would cause in the rubble behind it. Yeah. Th- that's all I have for this minute. Yeah, that's all I have for this minute as well. Sounds good. Thank you for joining us. Join us on Friday as we find out what Peter and Miles' interaction is like. See you next time. Bye.